I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. everyone i'm alexa and i'm taylor and we are uncorked and unfiltered brought to you by the washed up network sponsored by bride bright and we would like to remind you all to rate and review us on apple podcasts and to follow us on social media our instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our twitter is uncork underscore podcast what's up taylor you had a fun weekend in boston i tried saying that in a boston accent and it did not work no, that wasn't a good one, but um, yeah, we had a really good weekend. Boston. I feel like that's mm. how they kind of say it. That's Their good. Their mouth gets really big yeah. and stuff. Chowder. Love you, Chowder. Chowder. <laughs> yeah. I was like working on my accent the whole time I was up there, but I don't think I got much better. So. I feel like I haven't heard many pe- like when I'm up in Boston, like not everyone has like that accent, but I feel like Tori has it because she's like born and raised from there. Yeah. Love you, Tori. Shout out. But she has it really, well, hers isn't that bad, but her boyfriend Danny has a very heavy one. Does he? It's probably because oh he's God, a guy yeah. too. So he just yeah. really gets into it. Yeah. It's very entertaining. I tried, but I'm not there okay. yet. Thank you. It's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, I have a funny story of just like a typical like um, saga of Alexa. Oh my so, God, I love these. I went to get my nails done this weekend and I went a little crazy. I got like a super cool design where it's like different designs on every nail, but I'm sure people have seen this like this like abstract design art is becoming like a thing on people's nails where it's just like random dots and little squiggly lines. And it's like, I feel like I have the MoMA on my nails. So I was like, Mm. I want to do it. I feel like I felt ready to have it for the next three weeks. So I went to my nail lady her name is Tracy. We follow each other on Instagram. So just to set that up, like we have, we have a relationship. We have a right. semi-professional, semi-casual friendship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I already DM'd her the picture previously. And I was like, can you do this? And she was like, sure, baby. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so we come, we come in and like whatever, she's doing her nails. She's popping off. She's doing great. The thumb uh, in the picture, you can't see what the design is. So I was just like, Tracy. Just like follow the theme and like go for it. And Mm -hmm. she was just like, okay, okay. Taylor, what she does on this nail is not what I wanted nor ever would want. It essentially looked like an Easter egg on my nail, except it like looked very amateur. And as she's doing it, I knew I wasn't crazy about it. Did I let her do the other thumb? Yes. 
Did I then put my hand under the UV gel and seal it permanently? Yes. Oh my God, let me say. No, no, no. You don't see because I don't have it anymore. So basically, I leave, I pay, we hug goodbye, and I get into the car with my mom because I don't have a car. She's my chauffeur. And I'm like, Mom, I hate my thumb. So I'm showing her all the nails first, and I'm showing my thumb. And she's like, Alexa, that <laughs> looks – and I was like, I know. And my mood, like, immediately shifted. We're almost home, and she's so annoyed by my bad mood. She's like, Alexa, I can't deal with your attitude. You need to go back. And I'm like, I'm not going – Ooh, my mic just fell. I'm getting too worked up. I'm not going back. I was like, that is social suicide. And she was like, Alexa, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to fix it myself. She's like, no offense, Alexa. You're not good at like painting or art or design. She was like, you're going to make it look worse. And you just spent money on it. So we're going back and forth. She peer pressures me to call the nail salon and basically say like, hi, my nail like, it got messed up. Can I like come and fix it? And like the, her husband answers phone. He's like, oh, sure, sure. So I walk in. And I have to basically tell this lady that, like, I don't like it. And she, like, laughed at me. And, like, I'm sure – haven't you been in situations where, like, you'll go get coffee and they'll give it to you wrong and, like, you just won't say anything? Like, I'm so bad at that. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad at speaking yeah. up. So yeah. it, was, it was a big step for me. Um, but she's chill. If anyone's wondering, like, it turned out fine. Like, we're still friends. Like, she didn't unfollow me. And she fixed my nail. And then she even made a joke. And she was like – so we, um, we're open until 8 if you need to come back again. And I was like, oh my God. you were so funny. <gasps> oh, my God. I, that is the worst, though, because you're just like, I don't, I don't want to offend you. I don't want to be rude. But, like, I am now committed to this ratchet-looking thumbnail for yeah. three weeks. And it's my life, and it's going to affect my life, like, my day-to-day because you use your thumbs all the time. And you're going to see them all the time. when you're texting, that's – these yeah. are the two I see. And right. even for the 10 minutes, I was like, I can't even look at my phone because then I have to look at my thumbs. <laughs> it was becoming <laughs> such an issue. And I, like, texted it to my sisters, and I'm like, SOS. And they're like, what? It looks so much better now. Like, I'm not, it's not even her fault. Like, it's my fault. Like, this is just like for everyone out there who has obviously trouble speaking up in these types of situations. If someone gives you the wrong latte, speak up. You deserve the one you asked for. It's like the mo- most like first world problem. Segment. I know. I know. We've had, but you know. It's true though. That, it doesn't even matter if it's like a fucking latte or like something else. Like you should always speak up for what you want. <laughs> This See? is like coming into something super philosophical. Like I just twisted fight, that. Right. Fight for your right to live. <laughs> oh. Anyway, love my nails. So happy I spoke up. Um, love Tracy. Never Love change. Tracy. Yeah. She's the best. Hopefully she doesn't oh listen to God. this, but she'd probably think it's funny anyway. Yeah, probably. Um, but, oh, boy. Yeah. Um. Okay, so should we get into our hot takes? We have some Yeah, we ones. have like a decent amount of stuff yeah. today. And don't worry, guys. We're going to go into The Bachelorette. Um, Duh. But first, we have to talk about Sophia with an F's second episode that came out uh, a few days ago. Yeah, she brought um, Milf Hunter on. I can honestly say I've never heard of this person until the last episode. Mm-hmm. where she brought him up so like maybe i'm not a true call her daddy fan from the og whatever but it was very interesting like listening to them chat yeah i've like heard of him 
a little bit when like Carl or daddy, like first before the separation, the divorce. Right. Um, but yeah, he apparently has like a big history in Barstool in general. So I'm not going to speak for it since I don't know a hundred percent all of it, but like, so he was like, he basically like came up with Caller Daddy, apparently, right? That's what it seemed like. What that's I thought what he said on the show. Like he helped conceptualize yeah. the idea for the show and helped like Sophia and Alex kind of get the start. Right. And he never was compensated for it. Right. Allegedly. We don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. We need to see your tax returns. Um Yes, please. Yeah, and so I guess what him and Sophia have in common now is they've both been, like, banned by bar Barstool, so. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, the episode was, they didn't really say names or anything, so I feel like I would, it's, like, a lot of speculation of who they were talking to and stuff, about and stuff, mm -hmm. but it did seem like he was, like, used for his ideas and, like, his whatever, and then was kind of just, like, pushed aside, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I... I honestly wasn't a fan of the episode. I thought yeah. there would have been like so much more tea and I kind of felt like Me they too. were talking in circles for 20 minutes about, you know, I guess like going into like a depression and like, obviously it seems like they both went through some shit. So I feel for them and I hope they're feeling better. Um, mm -hmm. But I just kind of, I hate when like people like tease something that it's going to be and then like, it's like literally nothing and then she yeah. ended up talking about how she, like, tried crack and stuff. So I was just like, "Where? what is this? <laughs> I, that part was very random. And I was like, I don't – okay. And then at first I was like, did she slip into drug use because of the separation? And then it came out. It was like, oh, no, she was, like, 18 when she was doing this. I was like, oh, not at all what I was expecting. But no. okay. I know. Like, do you know what so Taylor weird. and I were doing at 18? We were doing something we would Going call to Fat the Fridays, where we would go to Bertucci's, yeah. eat a full pie of pizza, get chocolate brownie mm -hmm. sundaes, and then walk across the street mm -hmm. to the movie theater where we would get more chocolate. Yep, that's, pretty much. That's what we, we were doing. Freaking Twilight or whatever was even out. Yep, yeah, we saw like it. every midnight premiere because, you know, yeah, that's what yeah. we were doing at so. 18 and Sophia was um, smoking blow. So a little different of an so. upbringing. Uh, just a touch. Just a touch. I just don't see, like, it seems like she had like a really hardcore upbringing. Like, I mean, not that I'm saying like her family, I don't know anything about that, but I don't know who the hell she hung out with in high school, but right. like girl you yeah. definitely grew up fast girl and then did you hear the one part where she was like her friend she was like all wired i guess from the coke and then her friend was like oh like just smoke this instead and it was fucking heroin yes yes like, what she was like I mean, it was the worst do that i don't know no no taylor people okay. don't do that unless i'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure people just don't do that. I don't think that's something that right. I, yeah, no. Like, I mean, not everybody, obviously, but like, do but you she, do heroin to come down from Coke? I don't know. Yeah. Asking for a friend. Um, didn't know that was a thing. I kind of felt like if you're having a bad Coke experience, you shouldn't turn to heroin. That's just me. <laughs> right. I mean, like agreed. But She's what do crazy. I know? Really? Right. Apparently. What do we know? Um, 
she literally, I just, I was listening to this and I was just like so confused. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, does she need I was help? like, I thought we were going to get the fucking tea from what Alex did. And I'm instead hearing about your journey with drugs. Yeah, okay. I'm hearing your drug history. Okay. Thank you. Now cool. I know. Now I know. What Thank else? you. I mean, Sophia, you basically, now you've talked about your drug history. Like, how are you topping that? You know, we already know about your sex, yeah. sex history. Now there's nothing else to talk about. I know that's really it. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. What are you going to join a band? Maybe. Is that next? Sophia <laughs> like, and the F's. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I feel like we were like, yeah, we'll see if um, something comes out and we'll talk about Sophia more. And here we are talking about her again, but I'm like, I don't really know if I'm going to talk about her again unless it's really something worth it or juicy. Right. Like Alex Cooper goes on the show or something. That would be cool. Uh, did you yeah. see oh i meant to screenshot this too and send it to you so i was looking um at the like charts on apple and like the comedy chart the first number one was sophia with an f number two was call her daddy oh my god i think i saw that on instagram i think sophia will go down i think i do too but i, I think do it- i feel like more people are loyal to alex but. yeah i mean i I think more people are just loyal to call her daddy. People like being comfortable. People like sticking to the same thing. And so, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to stick to something new. So since Sophia with an F is technically a new podcast, like, people might always listen to call her daddy because they always had. But I don't know. Right. So that's why I do feel for her because she's in a harder spot. Yeah. Well, everyone should branch out and make our podcast, Uncorked and Unfiltered, part of your daily routine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Bachelor Nation, fam, bam. I know. We need to talk I, our thoughts. On we the need to talk. It sucks because like the when our podcast comes out, it's like I feel like we're so late to the game. But the because like next week's um, episode when you guys are listening to this comes out like tonight. But yeah, it's all right. Let's talk okay. about the premiere. I yeah. honestly thought it was one of the better premieres of this show usually it's so boring and i'm like oh it wasn't that bad did you think it was just because of the drama that was better because we know dale wins i feel like that made it very interesting because i was like the whole beginning part i was just like waiting and waiting and waiting for them to meet because i feel like they pushed that to the end pretty much Mm -hmm. and once they met i definitely saw sparks me too. I got goosebumps. And like, I know that's like so stupid, but I genuinely did. I, I don't know. It was, it was very weird. Like you could really tell she was like really taken aback by him and he didn't say anything cheesy or corny. He was just like, yeah. hey, like nice to meet you. And I'm excited to like talk to you more. And yeah. when she was like, I just met my husband and Chris Harrison like cartwheeled out of the rose bush and was like, what did you say? <laughs> she was just like, that's my husband. <laughs> and he was like, no one's ever it, said that before. And I'm like, Chris, anyway. the most dramatic season yet. Yes. No, but that was seriously insanity. I mean, I, I always feel like too, whoever gets the first impression rose wins and mm-hmm. he did get the first impression rose. I feel like when you have – when someone sticks out to you from the beginning, you almost – Yeah. It's like an advantage because then you, you mm-hmm. almost are always looking at that person because you were, like, attracted to them from the start. 
Um, yeah. While, like it's hard to have a slow burn with someone in this type of show when there's so many distractions. So yeah. Yeah. And the I whole mean, point of the show is to find love in like 12 weeks. So, or whatever it is. I know. I so. don't know if this is because I know they end up together, but like, he's like my favorite regardless. I thought he was so cute and like, so chill. Yeah. He's in New York right now and I want to go find him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Was, Where? Um, someone said that they saw him in Washington Square Park on Saturday and I'm like, I need to get in an Uber and go <laughs> to the park. He's probably <laughs> Yeah, he's totally still there, for sure. What day is it, Monday? <laughs> yeah, definitely still oh there. Oh, my God. All right, let's walk through the guys. Yeah, let's do it. So um, I was kind of obsessed with Ivan. He was an aeronautical engineer. I don't know why. I just got, like, a, such a cute vibe from him, and mm-hmm. I was like, he's probably a freaking genius. Like, he definitely is. You're an aeronautical engineer, and I think he lives in, like, wherever around wherever nasa is so i bet you he works for fucking nasa so like probably does mm, yeah get it i like to get it i also thought the kid that brought her the flip-flops was really sweet but everyone thought that was creepy but like i thought it was really nice i didn't think that was creepy at all i thought that was i bet his sister told him to do that because like it's giving a gift but not like in like a corny way it's genuinely like I know you're going to want to take those off. Like, he definitely has sisters. He has to know. Right. Like, I thought that was so thoughtful. And that just is so nice, too. Like, I'm just meeting this person, and he's already thinking ahead to that. My feet might hurt. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought that was was, sweet. I thought that was sweet, too. Um, We definitely have to talk about Yosef and um, what was his name? Um, Oh, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. That drama i feel like was so forced it didn't make sense no it was so stupid what was that like he was messaging girls before he came on the show i'm sorry i'm confused because i thought when you're single that's like okay right like how else are you gonna meet someone during a pandemic yeah i kind of feel like joseph just wanted to say like i was trying to fuck i wasn't trying to find a girlfriend (laughs) but i do think Joseph has crazy eyes a little bit. He does. He definitely does. I'm not crazy. I wouldn't care if he went home. I would have honestly just sent both of them home because I feel like it's the first night. I mean, I get you're supposed to cause drama. Go home. Both yeah. of you go home. But I did like Tyler's entrance. He came in in the, um, in the station wagon. Oh, the Griswold thing? Yeah. But I also was like, if you don't watch the Griswolds, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Like, if you've never seen, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, we liked it, so he did it for us then. True. Oh, I was going to say, should we talk about the straight jacket guy? Because, like, I just really think we need to get in on that. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, anyone who follows us on Instagram know that, like, I was obsessed with him and, like, not in an obsessed way, but I just, like, couldn't get over the fact that this man was wearing a straight jacket the entire night. Like, and why? That's what was so weird. I would have seen that and I'd been like, oh shit, number one, where'd you get the straight jacket from? Have you been in it before? Right. Like, no, hard no. Apparently, though, he got some serious backlash because people took it as he's like making fun of people with mental health um, and that like he shouldn't make a joke of it. Yeah, I saw so. that too. I mean, I could have told him that, that. You do anything yeah. controversial nowadays. Like, 2020 is not the year to do anything controversial. Like, stick to the basics because you're just going to get eaten up. 
Um, yeah. I just like really thought he wasn't going to get a rose. And I was like, that's so embarrassing. And then he gets a freaking rose. I know. And did you see too? He, okay. Not only did he wear it the whole night, but he wore it for the cast photo. I know. Like what? Can we Take get him it on off. the podcast? Take we have to off. find him. We have to find him. Oh my God. He's going to forever be, no- maybe he wanted like a, a thing to be known as because he is forever going to be known as the straight jacket guy. He is. He really is. Is his name Chasen? Is that how you say it? Now he wore the armor, right? That was cute. Yeah. And I liked what he said. Like I'm shedding my armor for you. So sweet. Cute. So sweet. Didn't look yeah. comfortable, but sweet. No. And <laughs> I was kind of surprised. I mean, I guess maybe they just did that part for the show too, where he just like shedded it and then was just, she was just standing there with it. Yeah. But I don't know. I assumed someone was going to come pick it up, but then Chris Harrison jumped out the bush again and it's like, oh, I'm here to pick it up. Oh, Chris. He's just He's there for, around. for picking up the props and saying, what did you say, husband? Um <laughs> Yeah, no, oh he was cute, God. but yeah, Kenny with the dogs oh, on the shirt. I loved that. I uh, loved that. If someone came up to me with Buddha on his damn shirt, I would be like, I just met my husband. Yeah, first impression rose. Final rose goes to you. We're done here. Thanks. We're done. Thanks. Quickest like, season ever. That was so cute. It really was. I really liked that too. I'm just, like, so interested, like, what's going to happen with this season? Like, we're going through these guys, and I'm like, oh, which ones will get to the end? But then I'm like, no, but, like, there is no end. But then there is an end, but with a different girl, it's so confusing. I know. Like, it's hard because I wanted to do all of these, like, polls and stuff like that. Like, who do you think's going to win? Like, blah, blah, blah. But we already kind of know who wins with Claire, so it's it's not as fun, I guess. But yeah. I'm interested to see, like, the next, I guess, when Tasha comes in, that's what I'm going to be like, okay, we're doing it now. Like, I want to, like, polls and, like, taking it seriously, and there will be a winner. Yeah, I agree. We don't know who it is yet. Yeah. I'm just going to wait because we're going to redo it anyway. Yeah. I know. And I'm also curious, what is 12 days in Bachelorette TV time? Is that the next episode? I know. Two episodes from now? Very curious. I know. I'm trying to think. Because isn't there like a rose ceremony a week? Yes. I think so. So then it there probably the next episode I'm going to assume is them going on group dates and two individual. And sh- we'll probably get little hints of her saying, I can't stop thinking about Dale. And I love Dale. And I want more Dale. And then I would mm-hmm. think the next episode after that is going to be bet. the start. You know it's going to be a two-parter. Chris, lo- Chris Harrison loves doing well, those two-parters. And so it's going to be the he start of the them. drama. Yeah. And then the second, mm-hmm. that will be the second part. So it's cr- weird because usually okay. the start of the season is like slow and then it picks up. But like right. the start of the season is going to be the highlight. <laughs> right. I'm just so like, because even when they said, see what's to come on like this season of The Bachelorette, it doesn't even look like it was four days or something like that. Like it seemed like it was so quick because they kept showing the same three clips over and over again just like different a little bit normally it's like you have freaking a million different clips to choose from but yeah. i don't know we'll see mm-hmm. we shall see a few more guys to go over we got ed who was mm-hmm. in the bubble eh. yeah 
<laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I and then when he went like, in the bubble why? again and he went bowling. Right. Like, get out of the bubble, Ed. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, Ed, we get it. Quarantine bubble. LOL. Move on. Who was that guy that was in the Rolls Royce? Bennett. Bennett. With the he scarf. Was, I think he was the Harvard guy. Yeah. He was trying to be all um uh 007 and I just wasn't vibing with it. I did want the dirty martini in his hand. I wanted that, but I didn't want him. No duh. <laughs> right. And right. He's like, you can give that to me and then you can go. <laughs> Thank you. And then did you do you remember um AJ? He was the guy he walked up and he was like oh, my friends say I'm so bad at first impressions, but, like, hopefully I make a good one on you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he squeezed her hand so hard, he, like, dented her rings into her skin. That's so embarrassing. I was like, oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. Uh, I I was like, you just made one of the worst first impressions on national TV. He manifested it. Yeah, he was probably so nervous, and his friends were in his head. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. He literally, like dug that ring in like it was like a mark i I was like ouch i know i'm like you must be squeezing really hard yeah seriously who was the guy that reached out to her on instagram when he wasn't supposed to oh i don't remember he had a beard but she gave him a rose right he's yeah was he brendan or brandon he might have been one of the brendan or brandon I found that so interesting because if it wasn't for Dale, I would think maybe he would be one of the ones that stood out for her because like, she was just like, that meant so much to me that you risked. She was acting like he was risking his life. It was funny. She's like, you risked. I know. For me. And it was like, okay, Claire, (laughs) it's a DM. (laughs) Chill. Like, yeah, literally. Didn't they kiss too? Yeah. She kissed like three guys. Yeah. Oh, really? I only remember that one. And Dale. She kissed and Dale. Dale. Yeah. I thought there was a, a third, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me, people. Maybe. <laughs> um, we don't know what we're talking about. No. <laughs> At the end of the day, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're just fucking around. Um, okay, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a really good premiere. I mm-hmm. really wasn't that bored. And I'm, like, looking forward to the next episode just because I'm, like, ready for it. I'm ready for the tea. Yeah, I'm going to have to so – my sister's going to abandon me and watch it with her friends, so I'm just going to have to watch alone, which is – I'll watch with you. I'm, I don't have any plans. Okay. We'll live text. Oh, I love when we do that. Me too, and we'll drink. <laughs> Duh. Blood duh. I was going to cleanse for a week, but it's The Bachelor. Mm, yeah, it's The Bachelor. It's sacrilegious, yeah. Taylor, okay? Don't be a child. I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on. Oh, wait. You have Hannah Brown news. I didn't really hear about this. Can you tell me what happened? It wasn't that big, but it was just kind of cute. So she, I guess, was walking down the street, and she smiled. She posted this all on Instagram. She smiled at this guy, and, like, he kind of smiled back. And she got, like, the goose, like, the butterfly goosebumps or whatever. So she wrote her name and her number down and said, like, I think we smiled at each other on the street, but like, give me a call or whatever. And she left it on what she thought was his car. And I think there was like a part where he was um, coming up to the car. So she like threw the note down and like ran away and like ran down the street. And um, 
he did not call her as of hmm. yet. Okay. But a different guy asked her out, so everything wins in the end anyway. Celebrities, they're just like us. Literally. I was like, wow, that is something I would never do, but I also would think about doing, and that's why I love it. Yeah, my friend did that once. Put a number on someone's car. Really? He never called, but we don't know. Maybe okay. he didn't see it. Maybe it flew off. Right. Or maybe like True. he was in a relationship and is loyal, which we love. Remember when I left my number on a napkin at a restaurant the one time? Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. We did it. We did it when we went to that pizza place. What was that mm -hmm. pizza place called? Anyway, we left my name on the receipt or whatever for the bartender and he <laughs> did text me. He did. But he literally went back and forth we a few times and then he was like, Oh, by the way, I'm engaged. And I was like, Okay. Mm. Well <laughs> Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, that was so – and then he was like, but my cousin, and then, like, says, like, he'll follow you on Instagram, and the cousin was, like, not cute. And you were like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. <laughs> Why does it work for Hannah Brown and yeah. not for us? <laughs> oh, well, she's Hannah Brown. Look at her. Right. Very true. You know. That is funny, though. Whatever. Good for okay. her. Just, like, going for what she wants, you know? I know. Literally, put it out there. I like that. Love it. Love to see it. And now, a word from our sponsors. Okay, everyone, we have a super exciting product we're dying to tell you about. It's a teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride after she postponed her May wedding. While disheartened at first about the delay of her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her fiance. While preparing for her wedding, she found a great workout, great hair, and diet programs for brides getting ready for the big day, but she had trouble discovering the perfect teeth whitening program for the pictures of a lifetime. Since her fiancé is an Ivy League dentist, they decide to take matters into their own hands to find an easy solution for teeth whitening. So now, instead of I do, they launched Bride Bright, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings or special occasions or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bride Bright provides you with a premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in just 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram or when you're listening to our podcast. Bride Bright's Wedding Whitening Teeth Kit includes a mouthpiece with dual red-blue light technology to speed the whitening process while maintaining gum health and reducing sensitivity. The whitening formula is designed personally by their co-founder dentist. The pens are brush on, which makes them applying as easy as putting on makeup. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We have been loving our results so far, so check out BrideBright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. Okay, so you know my girl, Billie Eilish. You know I love her. Mm hmm So it's no secret of anyone who, like, either knows her or, like, sees her um, out and about. Um, she – her fashion is, like um, – she's, like, a very classic signature where she wears, like, baggy clothes. And, like, as she's gotten more famous, it's progressed to, like, designer baggy clothes, like Gucci or, like, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, literally goals. Um, but it's like always baggy t-shirts and shorts or sweatpants. And she like said in an interview like a while ago when someone asked her like, how did this become like your style? She just said like, 
I want to be famous for my music and for myself and not for my, my, I don't want anyone to talk about my body. And so it's just like, I started doing it and now it's just become something that I'm just like always going to do. Cause I, it then leaves yeah. me, at, it leaves the public to talk about that and just talk about her right. music and her career. Well, of course, since usually what happens is if you don't give the public what they want, when you give it for a second, everyone like freaks the fuck out. She was mm-hmm. seen by paparazzi like walking from her car into something wearing like a tank top, gasp, and like shorts. And she's never wearing like form-fitting clothes. So like this mm-hmm. picture just blew up everywhere. It's like a normal ass picture of someone yeah. walking to a car. And everyone yeah. just like freaked out and was talking about her boobs and her body and this and that. And it was just like, this is why this girl does this. Like you're wondering right. why she wears an extra, extra large t-shirt. It's because look what you people are doing when she's walking to her car. Um, right. I know. I feel bad. Cause like, she's like a young girl. She's like 19 years old. Um, and she actually did like a, an Instagram like like Q&A and someone was like, how do you feel about like the paparazzi pictures? And she was just like, what pictures? I don't know what you're talking about. So she's making light of it in a joke and doesn't seem to want to like blow up the story any further. But I just feel right. like I just like hate people. No, it's so stupid. It's I mean, it's literally exactly everything she didn't want is happening is now happening with one picture. And it's just it's kind of mean, I feel yeah, like, I no one has like, the right to comment on your body. And the gossip articles, like they're heartless. They have no souls because yeah, yeah, the paparazzi take it, but like if no one like keeps resharing it and stuff, then like it's not gonna go anywhere. But like I feel right. like every major gossip magazine or website or whatever did a story on it. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Like you have not I understand like we're it's getting quarantine's getting a little dry, you know, we don't have a lot to talk about yeah. in this pandemic, but like really Come on. Really? Like, this and is it, the headline, yeah. Billie Eilish in tank top. Are we serious? <laughs> Everybody needs to get a life. Seriously. Seriously. Also, like, I thought I read somewhere that she is – something about, like, everyone should normalize, like, body types and how, like, that's just her body type and it shouldn't be this thing that's talked about. It's, like, it's just her body. Like, she was just yeah. – born that way yeah Yeah. so like everyone just needs to stop it's crazy i'm just that's as much as i'll talk about it but we are defending you billy we love you (laughs) oh my god yeah billy we'll kill anybody who talks bad about you yes just kidding i won't do well in jail but i will (laughs) think really bad thoughts about those people (laughs) yes that's for sure jail is not on my bucket list no i would not do well there Mm -mm. really wouldn't (laughs) Immediately, like I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Kristen Cavallari went on a um, podcast. It just dropped today, and it was called On oh. the List with Brett Gursky. I definitely said his last name wrong. But she talked all about like Laguna Beach and like her dating life and like what she's doing. She um, launched some cookbook. I don't know the name of it. Oh, cool. and so I think that's why he was like on the show. But Laguna Beach did like a a zoom reunion type of thing to try to get people to vote and stuff. Mm-hmm. She kind of like spilled some tea on that and just said like everyone from like season one was on it. Like from like Lauren to like the most random people that you don't even really remember on the show anymore. So I thought that was really cool. Um, that she talked cool. about how, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's come out yet. I, I don't know if it was like a live type of thing. I'm sorry. I was trying to research it, but I couldn't find it. But then she said how like her and Lauren are now friendly because they hated each other, according to the Hills drama or Laguna Beach drama right. from high school. But I mean, as she also said, that entire show was scripted, like to the point where the producers would literally say, look over here. And she would like look and laugh and like they would make it like she was laughing at Lauren somehow. Oh, so oh it was very, yeah, heavy, heavy um, scripted. But then she also talked about not not at all. That show was I feel like that was one of the first real reality shows. But that also came out that it was so scripted. Like, yeah. none of it really was reality. Yeah. Typical. I still love it, though. Yeah. One of my sure. favorite shows. Yeah. But then she posted that picture a while back um, of her sitting on Steven's lap. And she was like, I didn't realize that, like, the internet would take off the way that it did with that photo. So many people commented on it. She said it was her most liked picture ever on her Instagram page. Oh, my God. I know. And people were just commenting like, oh my God, like, are you guys back together? We're so happy to see your friends still, like blah, 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 blah. And she was like, yeah, we're just friends, but like, we're definitely not back together. Blah, blah, it blah. goes to show like it really like all it takes is for someone to see something and perceive it in a certain way and right. like, it just pops off. Right. Like the internet took off about it. But there were rumors going around that she was dating Jeff Dye. I think he's a comedian. Mm -hmm. And she kind of said no on this podcast. She was like, I'm just focusing on, like, my kids and myself and just kind of getting through the divorce, which, I mean, who could blame her? Right. And I think that's good for her. And even if she's, like, seeing someone on the side, I'm sure she's probably not at a place where she wants to just, like, publicly talk about that. She's like, I don't really need my dating life, like, in the spotlight. She doesn't care enough. Right. Like, I don't even know if the divorce is finalized yet. Right. So she's probably just like, I'm not talking about this. Yeah. Like, I'm not dating anyone. It's fine. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone check out that podcast if you want to hear the scoop. Yeah. It was pretty good. Should we um, talk about some shows we're binging? I feel like we haven't really. I mean, obviously The Bachelorette, but like Netflix shows we've been binging. Yes. Before we, Taylor and I have both been watching two separate Netflix shows. So you'll get a well-rounded review. Um, Mm -hmm. but Taylor, my sister just texted me and said season two of unsolved mysteries is on Netflix. You're kidding. No, I'm like, I need to quit my job and need to watch it. (laughs) Oh my God. Fuck the show I'm watching now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh my God. I love that show. Okay. Oh my God. We'll have to watch it and then we can like go through, go through it again. Talk of our theories. I freaking love that show. I bet you this season's gonna be even more wild because season one was like a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. I feel like they have better stuff for season two. Yeah. Now they probably, when the show popped off, they probably were like, let's find even crazier cases. I'm so excited. Oh my God. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> Same. Okay, wait. Talk to me about Emily in Paris. So, how many episodes have you watched? So, I'm only one episode deep. Okay. So, far. I started last night. So far. Um, Basically, like she works for this marketing company, media, marketing media type company in Chicago, mm-hmm. and her boss, who is supposed to go, gets pregnant. I'm not giving much away because you find this out in the first five minutes. Right. And she is like the one that now has to go. It, the, okay. Whew. I have some thoughts. Okay. So I feel like Lily Collins 
is just very young looking in general, which is great yeah. for her. I don't know how old she is. I don't know either. If I had a guess, I would say late 20s, but I don't quote me. Okay. She's just very young, which is good for her. This person you would think has been is in her late 20s to early 30s because she is offered some senior like position when she comes back to America after living in Paris. They're trusting her enough because she's been at this company long enough to right. go to Paris and like be the face over there. And she looks and acts like she's like 22. 20. And mm. even Lily Collins said when she was asked, how old do you think your character is? Lily Collins said about 22. And everyone's kind of like, that doesn't add up because she would have literally still be in college. So like, yeah, how has she been working at this company for years? Right. How is it's she like just, a senior level position? And I can't look past shit like right. that. Like you, I need it to make sense. Right. <laughs> right. It just was very strange. I think like that part felt weird. And then like, she's in this media company essentially, but she only had like 48 followers on her Instagram, which that I thought was weird too. 48? Yeah. 48. Yeah. That's like my mom started. And then, right. And then she posts like three pictures and she goes up to like 230. Little much. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then like her fashion is not something a 22 year old would be able to afford. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure the stylists for that show were on like sex in the city and something yeah. else. They helped with like Car- Carrie Bradshaw or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm 20 fucking six years old. I don't own anything designer, but like she was wearing designer stuff in the show, I think. So it just, so, what I'm gathering is if you want to try and enjoy the show, you just need to literally get past watch all it. of like the unrealisticness mm-hmm. and just watch it for what yeah. it is and don't get, I'm going to get worked up though because that stuff does bother me. I'm like, this isn't – like when I'm watching movies and they're super unrealistic, I'm just like laughing because I'm like, that wouldn't happen. But okay. Yeah. That's just how I felt about it. Maybe I'll like get more into it in the future episodes. Maybe it'll make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Her freaking apartment is like fifth floor and like you open the window and it's this like beautiful view of Paris. I was like – what you'd be in like a shoebox in the middle of the city somewhere you would not i mean i think the apartment was paid for by the company but still i don't know yeah yeah Hmm. all right i like i am interested in like trying it but i have heard that like it's just one of those like almost semi-cringy shows where you just need to like take it for face value Mm -hmm. and like yeah i know some people that really liked it though yeah i mean i'll let you know as i get further yeah please do if i get further Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, my boyfriend and I are on like episode five or six of The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is like the second season. Like the first season was The Haunting of Hill House, but it's like an anthology series. So like each season is like completely different storyline and everything, but just like some of the same actors. Um, okay. I loved The Haunting of Hill House. It was so insanely scary. Like definitely one yeah, of those shows that you don't want to watch. Um, oh yeah, you watched it ever. Yeah, I watched <laughs> one episode and I had nightmares. So yeah, breakneck lady. I remember we talked about that. Um, but this one's different. This one's scary, but not in your face scary. It's just like a scary tone, if that makes sense. Like it's in a creepy house. The children are fucking creepy, um, and like you just all, you're at the edge of your seat because you're just always prepared for something to happen. But like. 
it's kind of a slow burn, but I totally recommend it if you're into horror shows. Um, don't mm-hmm. expect it to be like in your face, exciting 24 seven. Like I know like that the last episode is going to be like this huge finale where everything's going to come together, but like, you're just always on the edge of your seat because you just like, don't, I don't trust the show from like its first season. So I'm just like, I'm prepared. <laughs> okay. Good. to Is it? So when you say it's not like typical scary, I don't get how it's scary then. Like, would I be scared watching it? Um, yeah. I mean, it's just not like, it's not your typical like heart. It's not a slasher, but it's like, it's like paranormal stuff, which a lot of people okay. get really creeped out on in because like, it's semi-real or if you believe in that. So it's not like it's, you know, like it's not unrealistic. People get like creeped out by it. But like, yeah, it's just like the whole tone is creepy. Like, and like there's a lot of like hidden like stuff going on and there's so many storylines that like you're just missing information, but you know that whatever the information is, is like messed up. Um, And the music and the silence, like they just know what they're doing, basically. Like the creators of the show, like they know how to make horror and they know how to make you scared, even when like nothing's happening. But um, the girl from, um, she was in the first season, but the girl from You, who plays Love, Victoria, her name is, I'm not going to say her last name because I'm going to butcher it, but she was in the first season as like one of the girls, but in the second season, she's like the main lead. And she's so good. Um, I love yeah. her. And, like, yeah. I just keep thinking of, like, love from, like, you. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for that. Like, just going into that, like, you, I think, is supposed to come out, like, early next year or something. The yeah, that's going to be so go- – I'm so excited. Me too. I think she goes crazy, right? Like, right? That's how it ended. Love went crazy. and Yeah, she's pregnant. Right. Yes. And then – Oh, and then he, like, is become obsessed with the neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's Remember? what it teases, where he's, like, always looking for his next, like, obsession. Like, Victim. he obviously has, like, a, an illness. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But they've been right. announcing, like, new characters. Like, um, Sherry is, like, a mom influencer. So, like, a mom influencer who befriends love, apparently. Um But Sherry is actually a mean girl who only pretends to welcome love into her social circle. I'm guessing that's because now love is pregnant or maybe she has the baby already in season three. So she's like trying to find that like mom group. And then there's also this um, person called Carrie, which is a wealthy man who invites Joe into his inner circle. That's really all they're giving you. But like wealthy man, like if Joe's going to start like smooching with the rich people, like mm, interesting. Hmm could only go downhill yeah because he's never really had money so imagine what he could do with money <laughs> right he'll like buy a, bi- a million of those freaking boxes Glass yeah seriously oh but i'm looking God, forward I, to it i know i binged that whole show basically on our flight to paris and i have no regrets it was really good yeah it's such a bingeable show because you just like can't wait. And you feel like the show now is so popular. Like I'm not going to want to sit on it because I'm going to see spoilers. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. When's it come out in January? I'm going to have to book. I don't know for ticket. sure. I just, I think that I know early next year, I think. Um, I don't think they gave a specific day. Okay. There's like so many like fake news. Like it'll be a poster popping up saying like a date. And then, and then I look it up and it's like not true. So who knows? Right. Yeah. Well, I am excited. 
me as well. Yeah. So need to wrap up this episode because I need to go watch Unsolved Mysteries. But we just want to remind everyone to follow us on Instagram, uncorked underscore unfiltered, and on Twitter, uncork underscore podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink wine. Bye, guys. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Amazon Prime members now get free grocery delivery with a minimum order. You'll get your groceries with two-hour delivery. So in that time, you can use photo filters to imagine what you would look like with bangs. But don't do it. Just imagine. Meditate. Notice your body. Feel your breath. Am I doing this right? Get lost in a Wikipedia spiral. How do flowers propagate? Whatever it is you're doing with your time, your shopper will be carefully picking out your favorite groceries while providing contactless delivery to your door. Free two-hour grocery delivery, now with Prime. 